Well, good morning and welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that meets to the heart of God. It is Thursday. It is January the 5th, 2023. This is podcast number four of the year. Glad to have you tuned in. I'm your host, John Fowler. Glad to have you tuned in today for this uh, beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful Thursday. It's really nice outside. And uh, so a lot of fun today. Great day in, in store. <clears throat> so I want to talk to you about a couple of things here. First of all, pray for my sister, Kathy Henning, who always watches the podcast, uh, her and her husband, Brady. Uh, she is actually, I just left the hospital real close to where uh, where the uh, the Connect Center is, where I do the podcast. And she's having her uh, left knee replaced this morning. So <clears throat> we ask that you would pray for her. Um and just believing that God's going to help her through that. Good morning, Dustin. Good morning to you. Good morning to uh, Dad and Nellie watching out in Jackson County. Glad to have you tuned in today. And uh, so let's pray, and then we'll get started with uh, part two of Is This You? Father, we just pray that you help us today. Lead us, guide us, direct us. And, Father, we just give you glory for just this wonderful day that's ahead. And, Father, we thank you. We praise you. Pray for Kathy this morning that you just uh, give her uh, strength on the recovery, and God's strength uh, with the surgery, and uh, that uh, you instruct the doctors on what to do. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's what we're going to talk about today. Is this you? Part one was yesterday. And so as we talk about is this you being um, today, how is, your, how is your attitude? How is your attitude towards life? How is your attitude, attitude towards um, ministry? How is your attitude towards people? Um, you know, many times you can adjust your attitude and you can find out where you are with your attitude. Um, if I would ask you this, man, it is a beautiful day today. Yeah, but it's going to rain tomorrow. And it's like, I've heard that. I cannot tell you how many times within my life where somebody tells me that. Have you ever been around somebody that you couldn't wait to get away from them because the just the attitude uh, is just so uh, doom and gloom. Well, let me tell you something, that Christians should not be that way. Yes, we all go through things, you go through things, I go through things, but let me tell you something, our attitude is one of the biggest things that will help us, along with God and, and friends and family, is this. Your attitude will help determine the outcome of the situation. Your attitude, I'm going to write this down. Because I get stuff from the Lord. The, your attitude will help in the outcome of the situation. Let me tell you something. God is not shaken by your circumstances. God is not shaken by the sickness that you're going through. God is not uh, shaken by the anxiety that you may be happening, that may be happening in your life. Let me tell you something. He's not shaken by anything. If we could get our Christian lives in the place where we're thinking like Christ, doing what Christ wants us to do, then let me tell you something. Our lives can change. Yes, we're going to go through things in this life, but our attitude is, uh, is a lot to, has a lot to do with where you are and where you're going. Now, let me talk about a positive attitude. If you have a positive attitude, it's being optimistic about situations, uh, interactions, and yourself. You know, first of all, let me ask you, what is your attitude towards yourself? <laughs> Do you say this? Well, I'm going to be a failure. I know I'm going to fail. I know that I'm not going to be able to, to, to make it through this day, and it's just going to be horrible. 
You know, traffic's just going to be un- unbelievable. Or are you the person that says, like Zig Ziglar said, when something goes when something goes awry, you say, "Fantastic, man! I'm going to learn something through this today." And we got to get we got to get that in our in our lives. People with positive attitude attitudes remain hopeful and see the best even in difficult times. Where where are you in the difficult time? How can you change it to be a positive situation? You know, a lot of times there is no positive situation to a sickness that is terminal within the family or maybe within you. You may not think that it's uh, that there's a positive situation in there, but you know, if the person is saved on their way to heaven, when they leave this world, the pain is gone, the distress is gone, everything that they were going through is gone because they're now going to heaven. Now, someone with a negative attitude is has a disposition, feeling or manner uh, that uh, is not constructive, cooperative, or optimistic. A bad attitude can also affect your mental health, give you anxiety, and cause you to be moody. Do you know anybody like that? Can you go look in the mirror when you say uh, this morning, John Fowler, you are blessed and highly favored. When you look in the mirror, of course, don't say John Fowler, but you can if you want to. Uh, But when you pray over yourself in the morning, what kind of attitude do you have? Do you get off on the uh, do you get up on the wrong side of the bed? I mean, it's like people say this. Well, I woke up grumpy. You know, people say this about their wives or their husbands. They say, well, um, they, you know, I almost woke up grumpy, but I decided to let him sleep. And and so, you know, we need to learn consistency. We need to learn to be consistent and constantly consistent in our walk with Jesus and how we are. Now, many times you can tell where somebody is spiritually by their attitude. Absolutely. And here's some ways to take, uh, here's some ways to change a bad attitude. One of the things is, is take responsibility for your actions. Take responsibility for the mood that you're in. Many people with a bad attitude blame others for their demise. It's always somebody else's fault. People don't want to take responsibility for what they've done. And I think that it's very important that you figure out how to do that. Number two, develop a desire to change. You want to develop a desire to change. Number one, don't blame others for the things that have gone wrong in your life. It may be others, but let me tell you something. You have decisions that you have to make in this life. Number three, change your thought process. I told you yesterday in the podcast, as this is part two of Is This You?, um, change your thought process. Think on these things. Think on things that are pure, things that are holy, things that are that are righteous, and that's over in Philippians chapter 4. And so as you get into, as we get into this, let me give you some scripture, because we always want to, we always want to end this thing with scripture, because, and and throughout the whole thing, you know, because it's very important. So look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, and we're going to go to the end of the chapter on this one. And this is, this is entitled, A New Way of Thinking. We have to have a new way of thinking. So Ephesians chapter 4, starting at verse 24. Let's go to 23. I think that's this is even, let's go back to 22. Yeah, this is good. 
that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man which is corrupt according to his deceitful lust. When we get saved, we take off the old man and we put on the new man because God saved God saved us and he's changed us. And, and our former, former conversation is no more. Number 23 of chapter 4 of Ephesians, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. How do you renew your spirit? Well, you can't watch TV all day and expect your spirit to re- be renewed, unless if you're watching preaching. But if you're watching the negativity of the world, let me tell you something, it's going to pull you down. So be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And you renew, that's a whole sermon within itself. When you renew, that means that you are replenishing. That means that you are getting a new lease on life. That means this is a daily process. This is a daily process to renew your mind. Get in the Word of God. You, I told you the story about why, why I stand behind, sit behind a microphone five days a week. is because I needed more Bible. So I thought, well, I can get online and, and start a podcast and help other people uh, with their walk with Jesus. And it's helped me. Listen to what verse 24 says. And that, <clears throat> and that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Well, that right there should tell you that you've take off, you have take, taken off the corrupt man. You have a new conversation, and you've taken on true holiness. That's where a lot of Christians today, well, <clears throat> nobody's perfect. I sin every day. Well, if you're taking on true holiness, how can you sin every day? If you're taking on true righteousness and God's created you, are you saying that he has flaws in his creation? Absolutely not. You've got to get that out of your thought process that don't have a goal every day to sin. So let me read that again, verse 24. And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness, and true holiness. Wherefore, verse uh, 25, wherefore putting away lying speech, every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. We're in this thing together. Be ye angry and sin not. Let the sun, let not the sun go down on your wrath. You know, I mean, many times, you know, people say, well, you have to be angry and sin not. But there's a certain place you have to get with God to where you can be angry and sin not. Because most of the time when people are angry, they're carnal. And when you look up the word carnal, it means in the flesh. And most of the time when people are in the flesh and they're angry, they're bashing other people. It also says neither give place to the devil. We don't have any place. You give the devil an inch, he will take a mile, and he will destroy you. The Bible says that when sin is completed, when sin is finished, it says, then it brings forth death. Do not get yourself in a situation like this. This is talking about our attitude. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor working with his hands and, and things which is good, that he may have to give, he may have to give to him that needeth. See, we have to we have to understand that God wants us to work. He wants us to, to do good things for people so that we can help people that are in need. 
Verse verse 29 says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of the edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. So right there, that tells you that being negative is corrupt communication. That's not being uplifting, edifying, and encouraging. And sometimes you need to uplift, edify, and encourage yourself. Encourage yourself in the faith. Encourage yourself to know that God is going to help you through your situation, through your circumstances. And then he tells us in verse 30, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. A lot of people just don't even care. Now, well, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to anyway. Well, then you shouldn't say it. We grieve the Holy Spirit in our thought process, in our language, uh, in our eyes, whatever we may be doing. So if we do what Romans 6 says and we can crucify the flesh, we can see great things happen in our lives. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. You've got to get that out of you. If you, need, if you need to forgive somebody, forgive them. It, 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 just like Pastor Doug always says, you know, I may forgive you, but I don't mean I'm going to take you fishing with me. I, I think that's a, a great um, uh, analogy from a smart man. And so when you think about this, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you. <laughs> what do you say about people that, uh, that are going through a hard time? What do, you, what do you say about people that are going through a struggle? Do you, do you lift them up in prayer? Do you pray over them? And then he says to be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, has forgiven you. I know people within the churches that don't like each other. And, and, and I know that. I, I know that within the Pulse Church. I know that within other churches. But yet, people will go to church and they'll worship with people, but they don't like them. They have a grudge against them. They have ought towards them. They have anger, and they won't deal with it. And then that causes you to have a bad attitude. It's no wonder that it's hard to get a move of God within a church service when you have people that just don't like each other. I don't, see it, I don't see it very often, but when I do, I start praying about it because it's an awful thing, you know, to have a grudge towards somebody. You know, there was a lady and a husband one time said uh, this, uh, they went to marriage counseling and, and the, the man looked at the, the marriage counselor and said, uh, well, the marriage counselor actually looked at, uh, looked at both of them and said, uh, do, do you have a grudge? And the guy said, yeah, two car one. And... Uh, and at the end of the conversation, it, it's uh, like, uh, do you have a fence towards, uh, towards your, your wife? He said, yeah, we got a white picket one. And, uh, and then he said, uh, he said, do you have uh, anger towards her? He said, oh, yeah, I do. And, and the marriage counselor finally decided that the reason why that they have problems is they have a failure to communicate. And you have to understand that joke, but it's the truth. That's how people, people are within this life. So the question today is, is this you? Just like yesterday's podcast, is this you? Is this me? And what are we going to do about it? Well, let's change. Let's ask God to help us. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for those that may be having problems with a bad attitude. Father, I just pray in Jesus' name that as they spend time with you, that bad attitude will go. And Father God, you'll speak peace and love and joy out of that person. 
And Father God, that they'll change from a negative attitude to a positive attitude. Lord, we thank you and praise you for that. If you're not where you need to be with Jesus, all you have to do is say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. Let me tell you something. Great days are ahead for you. This could be the best year of your life if you choose for it to be. You say, well, no, I'm just going to just go through, and it's just going to be just like it was last year. No, I don't claim that for you or me or anyone else. God is faithful. Absolutely. Hey, if you need a Bible, let us know. We'll send you one. If you accepted Jesus into your heart and life today, let us know. We'll, we'd love to hear from you. And supporting this ministry is something that we want to ask you to do. You can do that by texting the word PULSE to 1-304-244-3187. You can go to thepulsechurch.com, give through PayPal, safe site, or go to the, or you can mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141, Gasway, West Virginia, 26624. I believe I have Pastor Jay Mace uh, back from his vacation uh, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live. Share, like, and subscribe. Get the word out. Have a great day, everybody. It's going to be a great day for you that love Jesus. Amen.